0: Uh,
1: yeah wreck a rim, veins power, power <laughs> Yeah, yeah Boy. welcome to the show uh yeah hello 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 welcome to the show
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound, and what episode number is this, Bane? Because I forgot to write it down again. <laughs> Jesus! Dude, I'm, I'm tired, bro. 377? You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> episode 377. I'm Brian Breaker, and of course, joining me, as always, is Big underscore Bane. What's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. We got a lot to talk about this week, Big Underscore Band. We got some wrestling talk. We got some movie talk. We got some toy talk. Actually, a really funny Toy Story, not the movie, but oh, like, damn it, um, that we're going to dive into because I feel like it's similar to a uh, that Reddit stuff that's been happening. What's the Reddit stuff that's been happening? Like the uh, stock market, like uh, with like GameStop, oh, like the Doge, and I think something's happening like that toy wise, and we'll dive into that. And this okay. is just a theory on my end. I have no way to confirm it just because it seems insane to me. Okay. Of course, we got, we're got. we going to talk about Boss Fight, which is coming up very soon. Got to. Uh, I, as this drops, boom. It's already It's happened. already out. Yeah. So check it out. Check out Boss Fight. Yes. You and uh, Bill Benes. Yep. I'm, uh, how, I, I'm sorry about slapping you. Yeah. Well, it hurt. I'm sorry. It, it hurt. hurt. Uh, I really wanted to slap Bill Benes. It's one of those things. I was trying to slap him so hard, I just lost body control.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, I lost bodily control, too, <laughs> <laughs> during that slap. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 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 As far as that match goes, uh, depending on who you are, you'll be very happy with the results.
0: I'll just leave it at that. Indeed, indeed. And then, uh, of course, more tournament action: Marvel versus DC, man. Yes, we are moving uh, on to the. Uh, we're in the semifinals. Moving on to the uh, to the finale. There. Yes. Oh, dude! It is. Uh, we've had a lot of rain this week.
1: It's been it's been a rainy little week, and uh, I'm not a big fan. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it. We also had snow. On it, Tuesday not not a lot it didn't stick to anything I mean it immediately melted here yeah I know some places I think it like uh maybe was it Ohio where it stuck yeah maybe? I'm not sure but I, know, I can't remember all the it,
0: Ohio players probably know
1: yeah but it um it definitely stuck at, at, in a lot of places and it didn't stick here but it definitely snowed and that was it kind of brought it brought a tear to all bigger underscore scorebanines' eyes because I was like
0: ah, gum it's not Christmas yet not christmas yet um yeah but it is april you know it it's kind of it's not I'm, not I'm not i'm not wanting snow to happen right now i want barbecues and mowing my yard and i don't want i don't want to mow my yard well i mean but you know it's the summertime feel of course yeah it sucks but i don't like <laughs> i don't like doing it i'm not saying i like
1: doing it it's just part of it if if we get a an all 80 degree summer
0: count me in dude yeah yeah would be all about that definitely Well, we got a lot of wrestling talk this week what do you say we dive into it let's do it well here i am again talking a little pro wrestling while breaker and bay take a little break cracking them buying energies listen to me you two sons of bitches get ready to talk wrestling stone cold out oh hell yeah Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Well, a big underscore band. We got a lot of wrestling talk, but I think the most topical story is uh, Mickey James. Man, she uh, yep. she kind of brought the heat on WWE. They sent her her crap home in a in a trash bag, literally mm-hmm. in a trash bag, uh, in a mailed in a box. And um, I think a lot of people are probably wondering what that was. I think some of the women on the road have like they call it a drawer, which is probably and I don't know if it's like makeup or stuff for nail. I'm not sure what it is, but Probably just stuff that they keep on the road sure. with them. Sure. And um that's what they mailed back. And it was mailed back essentially in a trash bag. She tweeted it, and boy, it got people stirred up. Yeah. Uh WWE made quick action and actually fired Mark Carano for that. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if he's the one that boxed it up. I don't know if he was he's I, I feel like he's probably the one that told somebody to box it up. I've I've interacted with the guy, mm-hmm. he's a dick. I figured that out from Total Divas. So I'll, I'll tell a quick little story, actually, where I had a personal interaction with him and realized he was an asshole. Yeah. In 2010, I was uh, up on the road doing extra work. And how that would work is when you were an extra, you would go in, you find Mark Carano, you fill out your paperwork, which is like a W-9 or whatever it is, mm-hmm. or W-10, whatever, Yeah. for the night. Just, and you know, simple paperwork. Since then, they've actually incorporated, like, Seeing a doctor and stuff like that, but sure. at this time you just fill a piece of paper. He's like, "Okay, so and so here, here, here. How many people do we have?" And does a little checklist, making sure everyone's on the list, so on yeah. and so forth. And then after that, you kind of go down to the ring, you, whatever you're doing, eat catering, whatever the the day brings. So, is this particular event was in Oklahoma City, and I went there that day, and go to his office Mm -hmm. with a couple of the other guys. Hey, get out. Yeah. You know, just like, get out of here. What are you doing? Like real, real prick about it. Weird. And it's one of those situations where, and I'm sure you've met people like this, where someone is a dick because they can be right. And that's just a shitty thing to do. Yeah. Because of the power that he, that he wielded. Of course. Yeah. And so it's like, Oh, okay. And now I had been an extra a few times already. There were times we filled out our paperwork. During the show, yeah, because we just waited till he was like, Yeah, come in and do it. Because you don't, I mean, because again, you don't want to bother the guy because he's you never know what kind of reaction you're going to get from him, of course. And so, anyway, so I just go down and start doing stuff at the ring. They picked me to do a dark match with Vladimir Kozlov that night. Fun, oh, yeah, that was uh, people are still talking about it. Yeah, quite a contest that was. So in the middle of me in the ring with Kozlov, one of the agents is like, "Hey, uh, you need to go see uh, Mark Carano." I'm like, "Oh, okay." And he goes, "You didn't do your paperwork." I was like, "Well, I came by earlier, but you're like, you cannot go to the ring unless you do your paperwork." I'm like, o- "Okay, yeah." And I was, like, "You want me to do it real quick?" Yes, do it right now. All right, no problem. <laughs> Again, I don't think like this is a big deal. Right, right. Like, okay, yeah, I'll do my paperwork and yeah, move on or whatever. Apparently. He tried to get me out of the dark match because of that. Really? I found out later, but the other extra talent was deemed not good enough to have the match. Ah. But again, it's like, I came by here. I did what I was supposed to do. Sure. You ran me off. So, like, why would I show back up again? Right. You know, unless it's like, no. I mean, I did walk by, but, like, his door's closed. You don't want to be the guy knocking on the door, and all of a sudden, Cena's in there talking to him. Of course, yeah. You know what I mean? So... I'm not, like, happy anyone got fired, but, you know, the guy was a dick. Yeah. The interactions I had with him, he was a dick. Yeah. Until I got signed, then he was perfectly nice. So, I, I, I don't know. And I, and I could see him being the type where when he has to be nice, he is. When yeah. he doesn't, he, he isn't. Right. I don't know. Just, um. but anyway, the whole situation, I don't know if it was his decision to send it in a trash bag. I feel like that's shitty enough to be like, wow, let's not do that. Like. Yeah. Bagging it up is one thing, but then put it in a box. Don't that. I don't know. That's just common courtesy. Right. Yeah. I, um, I, I thought it was probably not even really that deep. I think,
1: I I think that was like literally the only thing they thought of was, you know, Hey, let's just gather it all up real quick and send it up, send it their way. Um, or it could have been that like they had to empty those drawers. So like they put them in trash bags. And then that's because they labeled them. So I'm sure they labeled everybody's with their names and
0: shit. And you know, well, I kind of wonder if the Iconics got that too. They, I, I wouldn't doubt if they did, because I, I Maria Canellas mentioned that she did right when she got released last year, and I think Gillian Hall mentioned something about it, mm-hmm. and a few others. And Gail so, Kim, I think. So obviously, it's a thing that happens, which is yeah, just, yeah, just again, so, it's a common courtesy. I mean, right? you
1: you don't have to like you know get t shirt bags and things like that and nicely fold them and steam press them, but like. I show a little common courtesy.
0: Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just thought that was shitty. Uh speaking of uh heat, Charlotte Flair um threw some heat at uh Dave Meltzer, who uh kind of basically said she was getting suspended to get some dental work done because she's trying, you know, there were some issues with making her look perfect and she was self-conscious about her look, and mm-hmm. which again is shitty thing to say. Yeah. Dental work doesn't necessarily mean cosmetic right it could just simply mean like you need to get i mean as dental work hell hell, she could have
1: had a cavity right i mean (laughs) and so
0: she kind of called dave Meltzer out and a lot of people jumped in i feel like charlotte's kind of been a target for this for a while though yeah
1: because i mean she she has gotten a lot of plastic surgery i mean i but i mean that's one of those things where it's like that's her choice Mm -hmm. it's she can do whatever the hell she wants right i mean who who cares i mean so at I don't know, to, to really comment about, say say she's doing it because she's insecure or subconscious or whatever. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how WWE works, so I don't know how much of that is true that he said as far as WWE putting pressure on her. But from her response, it sounds like it's
0: complete bullshit. From what I've gathered, I and I don't know if Meltzer does this, does he, does he fill in his own gap? Probably. Like Mark Carano. We'd have no idea if he said, hey, bag them up in trash bags. I want it to be a hefty bag. I want it to have blue strings. Right. Like We don't know. Right. Or was he just the fall guy for that? Right. Like Mostly that's us. We're painting the picture ourselves because we know the guy's an asshole. Mm-hmm. I know that firsthand. Yeah. And he got fired. So it's like, oh, he's responsible, but we don't know that for sure. Yeah. So in this situation, like, we don't know if, if Dave's getting his sources, like, if he's getting half a story and making it up his own narrative, I have no idea. But he seems to be kind of in the middle of that a lot. I mean, a lot of people, like Bruce Pritchard and people like that, that do podcasts, pretty much oh, Dave, everything Dave Meltzer says is bullshit. So you never know.
1: Well, yeah, and I don't know. I I feel like in uh in this day and age, if you if you have to go to him for you know um, insider opinions and insider news, then you're kind of fucking stupid anyway.
0: Well, I know like. He does a Wrestling Observer Newsletter, and I think you can still subscribe to that. I can't – I really can't imagine subscribing to stuff like that these days. I have no I – don't, I don't even like to listen to his podcast. No, that's what I'm saying, though. But, like, how long does it take for a story to break? Five seconds on right. Twitter? Like, it's not like right. he's on that far on the inside. and No, it's just that he's the the legendary name in that industry. But you would think though, if you didn't want something out, you just be like, oh, don't take, don't tell Meltzer, you know, like I, I don't right. know. Right? Seems weird. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that uh, that's what's going on with Charlotte. Uh Steve Mongo McMichael has made headlines. Apparently, he's suffering from ALS. Man. Yeah, that sucks. It really does. Uh, Mongo, I, I know we've had a lot of fun with him over the years, but I, if ALS, I believe, that's the element that they did the ice bucket challenge for, is it not? Yes. So if I remember correctly, it's pretty bad, like yeah. to go through that. Yeah. So I don't know how old Mongo is, but I figure he's 60 ish, you know, like, because he was, he looked like he was like close to 40 when he, uh, when he was still like wrestling all the time. So, oh, yeah. I'm going to look him up real quick. But yeah, I, I just, I, I saw some people tweet that out, and that's not what you want to hear, man.
1: No, that's really unfortunate. I mean, I know everybody kind of jokes about his in ring career, but nobody ever
0: wants to see anybody go through some shit like that. Yeah, Mongo's 63. Wow, so not a, not a real old guy. So that 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 sucks, man. Yeah, that really does.
1: Hopefully, he can you know get better to a certain extent. I don't I don't really know much about that disease. I
0: don't either. I just know it's horrible. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a permanent thing. I don't know if you recover. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, I don't know either. But I mean, honestly, like the whole ice bucket challenge thing. I know a lot of people had opinions on those, and I because I know like initially wasn't the thing. Like either you donate or you do an ice bucket challenge, and mm-hmm. like really you should donate like that's right. just pouring ice water on your head. is not really the same thing. Right. So I, I don't Which know. Which we did. We did the ice bucket
1: challenge, I think. Yeah. I don't right. though. Yeah. You know, I mean,
0: right. not a lot, but I, but I did, a, I got a lot of awareness onto it too. Right. So hopefully that's what, what people are doing. Yeah. So I know a lot of celebrities though, Van, and when that happens, typically it becomes a, right. A big thing. Yeah. Uh, CM punk has officially, uh, his name has been revealed for heels. Ricky rabies. Love it. And, uh, of course, his uh, valet is Vicky Rabies. Yep. Ricky and Vicky. Um, that's just 80s all over. I love it, man. Yeah. They, um, if they, they don't get a toy line for heels, I'm going to lose my mind.
1: They definitely need to. They uh, they showed a little uh, screenshot. CM Punk uh, retweeted it earlier this morning. And they have, like, Vicky Rabies is carrying, like, it looks like a wagon with, like, either a giant possum or, like, a bunch of possums. And, and then a uh, flying above them is a drone with a possum, like stretched out, like all dead and shit just attached to it. And it's like, God, that's
0: good. That's good stuff. Right. Yeah. I, I'm, we still haven't had a date on this show yet, but I'm excited for it, man. I'm super excited for it. I mean, if we're still shooting it, it'll probably be a while before it debuts. Yeah. But, uh, I, I'm, I'm so excited for the show. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. WWE on A&E released these documentaries of course last Sunday was the Stone Cold Steve Austin episode I was a little disappointed I was like because it's like not on the network so I'm like right. I want to watch this but you're able to purchase it on uh, on Vudu if you okay. so choose it's like four bucks mm-hmm. and it's uh, more like a movie than a TV show so you'll have to buy each of them individually but I think there's going to be eight when all is said and done and then that Hidden Treasures show is available as a TV show on Vudu as well. Okay, so if you guys are wanting to watch those and don't have cable, like me or Bane, that's the way to do it. I watched the Stone Cold one, dude. It was incredible. Was it, it was really good. Like I was, they really like they dove into so much. Like even like, there's kind of been a a thing about his daughters that a lot of people wonder, like, does he have a relationship with them because they live in England. Mm-hmm. And he b- pretty much revealed, like, yeah, he's like, they, uh, he moved to England and I, I was on the road and I talked to him here and there. And he said, all of a sudden I call my oldest daughter and she's got a British accent. And she used to sound like me. Not that that's a good thing, but that's how she sounded. Yeah. And he said, I bawled, like, it's not my girl anymore, pretty much. Yeah. And he said, I'm, we're working on rebuilding that relationship and it's, it's going to be tough, but that's what we're trying to do. And I'm like, well, that's, that's good to hear. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and then they, they dive in, of course, to the, um, uh, the pile driver with Owen mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It's it, which I mean, they, they even show his hands. He's like, I couldn't move my hands. And you literally see him crawling on his forearms cause his hands won't move. Yeah. Super scary, man. I mean, but very, I mean like very well done documentary. And I know, uh, today as this drops will be the debut of the rowdy, rowdy Piper one.
1: Yes. Yeah. So I, I really dig those. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know it's only four bucks, but I don't really know if I care to actually like
0: buy them. Yeah.
1: But, uh, I mean, I definitely want
0: to watch them. Hopefully they turn up on the network down the road. You know, yeah. maybe it's like a three month thing and then they're on the, the network. So yeah, I'd
1: be okay with that. Or even if Voodoo had the, op- the had
0: the uh, option to rent it, they that may. Would, that I would don't. Be nice. I don't know. I yeah. didn't look that closely, but yeah. But cool stuff. I do want to watch that new tr- treasure hunting show. That looks fun. Yeah, it does look fun. So I think that's cool stuff. Anyway, why don't you say we uh, we dive into a little bit of movie talk here? Let's do it.
1: This is. Break up and bay, I the movies here, oh, this is Break up and bay, I the movies here, oh, this is Break up and bay, I bet the movies here, oh, this is Break up and bay, I the movies here. Oh. All right, fellas, go ahead and take it from here. What you got now?
0: I'll tell you what we got now. Big underscore Bane. Uh, I just sent you the trailer for Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes. Coming up from Marvel. This will be after um, uh, Black Widow, of course. What did you think upon seeing the trailer, man? It looks really fun. It, I, it looks great. And not a character we know real well, right? Right, yeah. So I'm, I'm all
1: about this. I'm curious to see how it kind of, or if it even connects to the Marvel Universe
0: at all. I imagine it will in some way. So I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. So I, I'm excited about it. I feel like post... Avengers Endgame, we're getting more characters that we don't know.
1: Yep. And I think that that's cool. Which we should, because if they just recycled The Incredible Hulk again and they recycled yeah. Iron Man, like they would probably be fun movies, but it's like
0: you cannot duplicate what you guys just did. There's well, no I way. mean, yeah. And that's the thing is like I know they're doing that Disney plush series, Iron Heart. Yeah. Which is probably an Iron Man esque show. And like, I'm fine with that, but like, but don't make it like the new Iron Man and like right. some other person. Yeah. that's not cool. But. Yeah. But, I, you know, I think this one, you know, I remember reading some comics with Shang-Chi in them where he was a part of a team, but I didn't really know much about the character. But So, again, I look at that movie, I didn't really give it a whole lot of like, oh, I can't wait. because yeah. I, I Kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't know anything about it. Right, yeah. yeah. Then I see this, I'm like, oh, that looks badass. Like, yep. I want to watch this now.
1: Well, and, and I'm all for, you know, movies and TV shows like that where it's like the uh, Kung Fu or, or yeah, man. things like that. I I love stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So, um again, Marvel. Oh, also too. I don't know if you if you saw this. Um Disney Plus I guess has reached a deal to try to get to get the Spider-Man films on Disney Plus now. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Because and I'm sure you've seen it where I th-
1: Well, I thought they bought out Fox. Is that is that not Fox? Spider-Man Sony and Sony. Yeah. yeah, shit.
0: Yeah. Um which apparently here in a couple of months Venom 2 is supposed to be released. Okay. Still no trailer. Yeah. People are wondering, like, where, when's this happening, you know? But anyway, uh, my point being, um, if you look at, like, Marvel, like, the phase one and two and three and all that stuff, the Incredible Hulk's missing and Spider-Man's missing. And that's kind of a thing, like,
1: hmm. Yeah.
0: But they just didn't have the streaming rights. So I think if they get those, that'd be really cool to be able to see the entire Marvel catalog on one streaming platform. Absolutely, yeah. Speaking of that, did you see that uh, when I signed up for Peacock, they had all the Harry Potter movies. Yes. They're not on there anymore. Oh, really? They got removed. Huh. So I don't know if they lost streaming rights. I don't know what happened. But I remember thinking, like, I'm not a Harry Potter fan, really. Right. So I've never really seen them. Right. But everyone always raves about them, so maybe I should watch them. And I thought, yeah. well, why not? Peacock's got all of them. Yeah. Let's check them out. Now they're gone.
1: Yeah. I'll be honest. I've never watched them all the way through because um, the acting was so terrible early on. Yeah. I think after the second film, I was like, yeah. don't need to watch any more of these.
0: Well, and I've heard around three or four, they get really good, but that's kind of, that's a lot of time to invest, you know? Yeah. Here's the thing. If I have to struggle through two movies to get to the good shit, I'm not going to watch it. Right. Yeah. Understandably. (laughs) Um, They have announced season four of Cobra Kai should debut the end of 2021. Oh, hell yeah. So that's pretty fast, but I mean, there was a huge break between season two and three. So yeah. Give me a reason to actually log into Netflix again, dude. I'm all about Cobra Kai. Yeah, I could watch. I I hope this show goes forever. I heard Ralph Macchio say that they're planning like six years. Cool, which I'm good with that. But man, yeah. I want more. I think I think that's that's good. Gives them jobs for six years. You yeah, know?
1: I mean it's I mean because other than that, I mean when was the last time you seen either of those guys
0: in a movie or anything? You know, it's true. So I'm mean, I'm all about it. What's funny is they've had three seasons, each one being ten episodes. Like thirty episodes is all they've done. Yeah, realistically, you could you could watch all those in a few days. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I mean they're all that.
1: thirty minute episodes. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's pretty easy. Like each season's almost like a long movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah, but uh, pretty cool stuff. So I'm I'm definitely excited for Cobra Kai and hopefully it gets uh, it gets announced fairly soon. So I don't know. I assume that if that's the case, it's already been filmed or it is filming. I don't know. I wouldn't doubt it for filming right now. And they may have already been filming season four before season three debuted because there was that long break, like I said, in between seasons. Right. Got to talk about this. Freaking Mortal Kombat, bro. Mortal Kombat, yes. And uh, you haven't seen it yet, Brick. Dude. So I uh, literally today, which is Saturday as Mm -hmm. we record this, um, I worked last night. Which it debuted on Friday, so I wasn't able to watch it on Friday like a lot of people were. I get to work and I see everybody tweeting it and talking. I'm like, God damn man. Mortal Kombat came out today. Yeah. And I am a huge Mortal Kombat fan. Yeah. You're not as much. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a Mortal Kombat mark. I like the games,
1: um, but I didn't grow up playing them. So yeah, it was banned in my house along with SpongeBob SquarePants and things of that nature. So sure.
0: Sure. And trolls, right? Trolls. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You don't need that.
1: (laughs) That's, that's, that's Satan's work.
0: Yeah. So, um, but I, I love the Mortal Kombat games back in the day. I still love them today. Like I, when Mortal Kombat 11 came out on the Switch, I was I bought that like immediately because right. I think they're super fun. Yeah. And I love the fact that Injustice is like the same format, which yeah. I'm ready for a new Injustice game. Like holy me crap, Let's give me make... give me an Injustice movie, dude. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Hell yeah, that'd be that'd be so much fun. Even an animated movie would be great. Right. Surprised they haven't did. that. That whole Superman storyline would be amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah. But uh, they've announced Mortal Kombat is, of course, now on HBO Max and in theaters. I don't know if theaters are all open or not yet, but I know at least the ones around here are only open on the weekends. So
1: yeah, well, there's a there's one out in South Tulsa that I I mean I
0: I'm there like they're they're open during the evenings. Which one's that? It's a uh, Cinemark. Oh, off seventy first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe they're starting to reopen and stuff. But again, they're on HBO Max. A lot of these movies are. So I don't. I mean. We don't have to get into the right theater stuff, but but regardless, Mortal Kombat. I guess they filmed this in like 2019. Yeah, so it's been a while. Definitely a movie that needed to be revamped. Oh yeah, because I think it's amazing, and um, I'm I'm all about it, man. I dig, I dig Mortal Kombat. I'm excited to watch it. I just haven't had a chance yet. Now you have. What do you think? I loved it. I I know uh, some people thought
1: it was just okay. Some people hated it. I personally loved it, and the reason why I loved it is because I went in there with very low expectations because I absolutely hated the movies back in the day.
0: Which I love the original ninety five yeah. movie, so. Yeah. But um, and it's what made you decide to watch it then with low expectations? Just because you had HBO Max, Mortal Kombat, you okay. know? I mean, yeah. I like I was I was excited to watch it,
1: you know, because the mean, trailer looked amazing, right? And um, uh, but it's. I I don't know, like it. It had a uh, had a pretty cool little story. Um, uh, The lead is like an original character, which I think is great. You Mm -hmm. know, pretty cool. Um, You know, and I don't know, I dug it. The fight scenes were pretty badass and everything. I mean, and and Kano was funny as hell. Yeah, and so him
0: him alone is worth watching it. I had heard people say that there's plans for multiple sequels. Yeah. Do you think that that's a, a possibility after seeing it? I definitely think so, yeah. Because it cause it, uh, it it definitely leaves it open, for sure. I remember Mortal Kombat came out in 95, and I think Mortal Kombat Annihilation came out in 97. And that was, to me, like the first like really bad sequel I ever remember seeing. Yeah. Where it's like Christopher Lambert was Raiden in the original, and then they got this other dude yeah. that kind of vaguely looks like him. A new Sonya Blade. Johnny Cage dies in the first scene. Yeah. It's just like, what the hell are we watching? Like, right. Because in the way they ended the first Mortal Kombat, like Shao Kahn, you know, is like, makes his appearance at the end. He's mm-hmm. the big bad from Mortal Kombat 2, the game. So you're like, oh, here we go. Yeah. This is cool. And, uh, yeah, wasn't that great. Yeah. So... Disappointing for sure, and they've tried to do some stuff with Mortal Kombat since. So I'm, like I said, I know that rebooting movies is kind of a thing now, and I'm, I'm excited for this man. I'm excited yeah. to see it.
1: I know a lot of people were pretty bummed out that Johnny Cage wasn't in there. Um, I, I actually was reading an article about Johnny Cage because I was curious as to why he wasn't a big promoting point for for them. But uh, the uh, writers and directors kind of all agreed that. They didn't want him in the first movie because they didn't want him to overshadow the other characters. So like they wanted to give like, you know, Scorpion, Sub Zero and all these other characters, like the spotlight and then the next movie, like Which is great. Now I mean, we get Johnny Cage. I
0: would I would love them to introduce new characters every movie. Right. That would be great. And so so many like
1: you know, obviously, Mortal Kombat. Like so many of them had the fatalities, so like you're gonna
0: get new characters every movie. Sure, you know, so and they, luckily they got such a deep roster. Absolutely, I think that's great. Um Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it, man. I I dig freaking Mortal Kombat. It's it's super cool. Did you know? Did you know? In the originally, this game was gonna be called John Claude Van Damme's Mortal Kombat. I knew I. Actually, did know that yes, and uh, Johnny Cage was John Claude Van Damme. Yes, and if you looked at his character from the original game, you kind of can see it. Mm -hmm. And apparently, in some of the coding, he's still listed as JCVD. Oh, is he? Yeah, Uh, I remember hearing that from old uh, Simon Gotch years ago. Yeah, and I was like, no way. Because think about it, he's a he's a movie star that people think is fake, but he's actually real. I'm like, holy shit, that is Van Damme, you know? And so, could you imagine? Like number one, I don't think the game would have lasted. If
1: it wouldn't have happened, it'd,
0: it'd have been a shack yeah. But could you imagine like where he'd be at now if like this had been like a success and they made Jean Claude Van Damme's Mortal Kombat 11 and the movies right. and everything? And then, of course, he plays Guile in the Street Fighter movie, which is wild. I, I think,
1: I think not that he would be into this, but I think that it would be really cool if in like a sequel or something they brought him in for a cameo.
0: Oh, yeah. Because th- what what the hell else is he doing right now? Oh, nothing. <laughs> so it would be, it, like, throw a little money at him. I'm sure he'll do it. Well, what's funny is I remember um, Stallone, I guess, tried to get him in The Expendables 1. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we're getting a bunch of guys together. We're going to make this badass action movie. We're all going to make a lot of money. It's going to be great. And he goes, well, apparently he doesn't know why I make movies. I don't make movies to make a lot of money. I make movies to make good movies. I'm thinking, "Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> He has very poor
1: taste in what good movies are. Then
0: I, I honestly think for him it was probably an ego trip because I think he likes to be the top bill. Oh, Yeah, and uh, he wasn't going to be in this. But then Expendables ended up being a huge hit, and so he was in the second one. Yeah, as the villain. But yeah, I thought that was such a funny. That's yeah, dude. Really, like you, yeah, like some of the movies you made have been abysmal. Yes. Like, you know, but yeah, you're going to turn on the Expendables. Okay, um,
1: the Miz actually tweeted out that he wanted to throw his hat in the ring for johnny cage
0: oh i think he'd be a great johnny cage i
1: thought like except
0: for he probably has no martial arts background well right
1: so i mean they'd probably have to get a stunt man but like
0: do you know i actually think would be a good johnny cage but he might be too big of a star who's that ryan reynolds oh yeah he would be a good he's got the attitude and everything also i think he would he's to me like when i saw him in blade trinity i was like this guy could be like the best action star yeah in the world because he looks the part yeah but he's got the humor yeah, like you, like and he's got like that self-deprecating humor. Yeah, which I think would be perfect for Johnny Cage. Plus, but like you would believe him in the in the fights. Yeah, I I feel
1: like Ryan Reynolds probably wouldn't do that just because. not, not even that he's too big of a star. I think he's too good of an actor. Yeah, yeah, I can <laughs> like, see that. He's got like his acting chops are a little too good to be like. I don't know if I want to do a Mortal Kombat movie.
0: I also think it's important in these type of movies to get more like unknown people. Of course, yeah. yeah. I I think the more like I've always thought, my opinion with like comic book movies, the well known actor should be the villain. The unknown guy should be the hero. You know who'd make a great Johnny Cage? Who? Stephen Amell. Dude, he actually would do very well at that.
1: I mean, he'd have to dye his hair like his brother's look,
0: but not necessarily. Johnny Cage kind of had blondish hair, was it? And some of the and some of I thought of them, it was a little bit more brown, eh, sandy brown. Yeah, but I mean, but even if it was blonde, like who cares? Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, like that's that could be that could be doable. But the, actually, his brother or his cousin, I think it is Robbie Amell. That's his cousin. I thought it was his brother. It's his cousin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like he could do it too. They look almost identical to each other. They do, yeah. So I, I think that I think that would be awesome though. Like, yeah. But again, I would I would I would like to take a guy that's maybe not as well known and mm-hmm. kind of put him in that spot. I think that'd be great. Like that's why I like the Punisher. No one knew who Thomas Jane was really, right? But everyone knew John Travolta. Yeah. So it's like he was a believable villain. Yeah. So, Thomas yeah, Jane
1: was so good as the Punisher too.
0: It's really a shame we never got a whole series of movies. I know. But. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, we got some toy talk. Why do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. we we'll
1: break it. Remain. Do a bit of toy talk. Here we go. Open the box.
0: It's the part of the show. we we'll break it. Remain. Do a bit of toy talk. Big underscore Bane. I'm going to drop some news on you because I know you probably haven't been following this story. Oh, but- boy. So the GI Joe toys have been kind of been a big deal the last several months here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hasbro started releasing like a six inch like Marvel Legends scales, what they oftentimes re- refer to as uh, GI Joe figures. And Target's got their own exclusive line called Cobra Island. Yeah, and the exclusive characters come to Target. Collectors get pissed off because people scalp them, and like I know, for instance, I know a guy here locally that found a a Cobra Viper figure, and he told me straight up like. Yeah, I sold it on eBay for like 120 bucks. Did you kick his ass? I didn't, because like I can't imagine <laughs> like e- even that if he was like, "Hey, I'm going to sell this on eBay for 100 bucks." Right. "I'll give it to you right now, no questions asked for 80." Right. And still be like, "No." Right. Yeah. <laughs> like cuz that's like, a lot of go make your money, champ. Well, yeah. I mean, like I can't I couldn't imagine someone like I mean, you you were selling toys for a while right. like if if, I I put those those chase figures up for auction to see how high they can go. Of course. Yeah, I'm
1: not going to, you know, there was very I think I sold a chase to you maybe for for, you know, 10 bucks.
0: Actually, you didn't. I don't have any chases. You don't. So I sold I sold one to somebody for like 10 bucks just to be a buddy with them. But but again, like that's literally costing you money. Right. Because that's a big reason why you bought that I box. I bought
1: them because I knew I'd make the money back on the chases. Yes.
0: Right. So anyway, um, a lot of these figures are going crazy. People are getting so pissed off at Target because they can't find them. And, and if you do find them, they're gone immediately and so on and so forth. Well, a new character is being revealed in the next wave, Major Blood, and <clears throat> hasn't hit shelves yet. Someone found one. I don't know if they found it early. I'm not sure how they got it. But they put it up on eBay, of course. It got up to like 17 grand. Wow. That's the last I saw it. So here's my thing. And I don't. And I, this is all speculation on my end. But I am curious if this was kind of like the people on Reddit that were jacking up the prices of GameStop stock and stuff like that. Yeah. If this is a way to jack this up so high, no one can pay for it. Because, yeah. I mean, even if you had the money, are you spending seventeen grand on a figure? Of course not.
1: Definitely not.
0: And if it's a figure that's going to be actually released in a few months, no. Well, yeah. But I feel like this happens a lot because right now a lot of people have that, you know, FOMO—the fear of missing out. Of course, so, yeah. like, say a new Legends line from Mattel gets released, and it's like, oh, wow, we got the new Legends DDP in hand, mm-hmm. one hundred twenty bucks. Yeah. Not in stores yet, so people are like, oh my god, I may not see it. I got to buy it now. Right. I, I guess I don't know. Like, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I would just wait. But right. maybe it's a it's a fear thing. But one hundred bucks is one thing. Uh, 17 grand's another, you know,
1: a lot of people have always said, and I, I kind of go by this too, you know, uh, things are only worth as much as you'll pay for them. 100%. And, you know, I would never pay that much for a figure. And I think it's stupid that anybody would, uh, not that anybody
0: will, but if, if somebody did I'd be like, wow, you're an idiot. Um, well, it, I'm, I'm sure you've heard about the green card Hasbro's, right? Yeah. They go for a lot right now. Those to a certain
1: extent, you know, but I wouldn't pay more than 50 for those. You know, I mean, that, that
0: to me is like, that's as far as I'll go. Well, I mean, people are paying a couple of hundred for them loose. Right. And I mean, that's it's. Ridiculous. I mean, Jason Wolf, like that's kind of a big reason he started the chop shop. Yeah. It's like he made like a an atom bomb. And I'm like, yeah. I'd rather buy a freaking hand painted atom bomb from him than. Yep. Than a 20 year old figure that might be messed up. Yep. So I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird how the, how the collecting game goes, but I feel like what's going to happen with this more than anything is it's going to bust. Mm-hmm. And, and I say that because it's like people can't no nobody can spend all day every day at target. You right. just can't like him right. or Walmart or whatever. You can't go there every day because we all have to work yeah. to some degree. And like, you can't, I don't know. Like, I I guess what's going to happen is if now, like, if you were in Target, say you go to Target tomorrow and you see a major blood figure set out on the pegs, yeah, you're probably going to buy it. Right. Because you're like, oh, I can make money. Right. You know, are you going to make this s- on eBay for $17,000? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go a little cheaper. We'll do 10 grand. <laughs> right. You know, you know whatever. I'm doing you guys a deal. I'm losing money on this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Free shipping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, no one's going to pay that. And I think eventually... The prices are going to have to lower if people stop spending that. Right. Like, I saw that someone was selling a retro Mattel Series 10 junkyard dog for over 100 bucks. Yeah. And I'm like, well, people stop buying it for that. They'll stop selling it for that. Like, you've said all yeah. along, things are only worth what people will spend.
1: Right. Well, and that, I feel the same way about lumber right now. You know how much shit I want to build at my house? And I, I just I can't do it because the cost of
0: lumber is so high right now? It's right. like, stop buying lumber, people. Right. Make this shit go down. Right. And again, it's just people are going... Prices are gonna raise as they as they need to raise. Right. And people are gonna spend what they need to spend and so on and so forth. So um yeah, I don't know. Pretty wild though. Very wild. So I kind of wonder, like, at the same time, like I look at someone like Hasbro and it's like, okay, you're you're selling this figure to Target who's then selling it for twenty and people are going on eBay and selling it for a hundred. Somebody's not making as much money as they should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's some Weird little middleman issue there. So I would think that they were going to make sure there's plenty of major bloods out there because people are going to want to buy these. So if that's the case, how how bad would you feel if somebody did spend a ton of money on this and all of a sudden they're just all over the place?
1: If you're putting if you're putting that figure up for
0: $17,000, I would venture to say that you're a pretty evil guy. Well, that's the thing. Is that's not even what it was started at. That's what it got to. It had like 900 bids. Oh, it was a bidding thing. Okay. I thought they were just asking for 17000 No, I think it started out like maybe a couple hundred. Okay. But that's what made me think it was. It, it was right. Re- okay, that
1: that makes sense then, yeah.
0: And and I, I hope I don't have some of my facts wrong, but I did see something about this. So it kind of makes me think that it was designed to, like, just think no one's going to pay that. Of course not. And so, okay, the auctional end. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't pay for that. Yeah. Too much. Okay. Relist it. Yeah. Same thing do it again and then if you keep doing that what's going to happen right people are going to stop trying to do this because now it's going to become a huge pain in the ass yeah to sell these damn things yeah that's true so i don't and i again i don't know that for sure but i mean it seems to happen a lot that's that's pretty it's, good theory just, i hope it's true i don't know uh but again you know jason wolf has said this before he's like let's take back our hobby like let's not make this about Jason Wolf's probably leading the charge on that shit, dude. Yeah, he, he, I'd be right behind him with a he's, big sword or a big bow staff or something. He, he probably started the damn Reddit for him. He, yeah, he may have, but I, <laughs> but I mean, he's right though. Like most people that collect, like yeah. I know you don't collect as much as I do, but you do buy do buy some stuff. Yeah, every but, night, if if it's something I really want, yeah. but it's never like you're never buying something like like you probably wouldn't buy major blood unless you knew it was worth money because you're not really a GI Joe guy. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't You're gonna buy something that you're like, oh, I actually want to buy this. Yes. Or or like I know I can make me money. Right. Yeah. But but again, that's not that's not the same as collecting to me. Right. It's like, oh I'm gonna buy this to make money or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. I just thought that was uh that was such a, a crazy story. Um NECA has some had some new teen teenage mutant ninja turtle reveals. Uh, I showed you some of these. Um so the first one they actually re- revealed a ultimate pizza monster which is this big yellow creature did you see that one by chance i don't know if i saw that one or not i was actually wondering if they were going to make the pizza guy or not uh, well you're probably thinking of pizza face but that, yeah that's what i'm thinking of that one i they well so oddly enough i've read about this and i don't know all the details but apparently pizza face never actually appeared in the cartoon okay here's pizza monster do you remember him at all from the cartoon
1: no it just looks like alien
0: yeah, yeah, I don't know much about it, but if you look at the scale, wait do you see how big the uh the figure is. Well damn. Yeah, it's very, very tall. Um so they re- they revealed that and then they of course they revealed the A stuck Mutagen Man two pack. What'd you think about that one?
1: I dig it, yeah. I mean these are both characters that I don't know much about, but
0: I mean I remember the A stuck playmates figure one hundred percent. And I've went back and seen the Mutagen Man figure, but I didn't really know it at the time. But I definitely remember Ace Duck because I didn't – I didn't really know much about him. I was like, oh, yeah, Ace Duck. Yeah. And then they they revealed – and this is up for pre order on NECA's, uh, NECA Store's website – this two-pack, which is Scumbug and Anthrax. Dude, like to me, this is what I'm all about because I love – I feel like Ninja Turtles has some of the best obscure characters going. Oh, yeah. And so when I saw these, I was like, okay, that's... I can could, I could understand how you don't need these in your collection. But to me, these are way more cool than just the regular figures because they're just so obscure. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's fantastic. So pretty cool stuff, man. Like NECA, I mean, I know that they're more on the expensive side. So if you're not into like the premium... Expensive figures. These may not be for you, but I, I. It's hard to knock how cool they look. They look amazing, and
1: and I actually was commenting on one of the Drew's posts yesterday about a um, uh, the new Toony Terrors that they have. I saw out. that,
0: yeah, and they they these they have at Walmart and Target. I don't know if you've seen them. Uh, they made like Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees and stuff. Okay. I've never dove into them, um, but they're actually a really cool line. They're a little bit more on like the, I think they retail for about thirteen bucks. That's amazing. Perfect yeah. for
1: me. Like, but yeah. they, they got the Elvira figure and I'm a huge Elvira fan because obviously, um, but like, it's, I, I got to have that figure for Halloween, yeah. you
0: know, I mean, setting that out. If I remember correctly, let me see if it says on that on there, but I think actually the back of the package has like a backdrop you can cut out. Amazing. Which is also really cool. So yeah I have never actually dove into these Toonie Terror figures, but I know like I said, I know they've done Michael Myers and mm-hmm. Freddie and Jason, and I think they've done Chucky and like maybe they've done Ghostface. I could be wrong on that. But this is like the sixth wave, so they've done a few of them. Yeah. But great stuff, you know. Absolutely it is. So I'm I'm all about it. I think uh but again, I you know, I think if anyone is into collecting, like you know, like you, you want to buy a single Elvira figure, why not? Yeah, you know, but you know, doesn't mean you have to buy the entire line, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't need to necessarily get. I don't even really realize, didn't even realize who else was in there.
0: Um, A lot of the other characters I didn't know. It looks like there's uh, Elvira, Captain Blake from the flo- from the Fog, Herbert West from Reanimator. And the minor from My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, I've never seen any of those movies, so like, so yeah, I know really nothing about them. Elvira would be the only one that I would actually want. Elvira is a pretty solid get though for that line, actually.
1: Well, she's such an iconic character, you know. Yeah. I, she's one that I'm kind of surprised wasn't in Wave One
0: or Wave Two, you know. And they may still not have the rights yet, and that could be it. Yeah, she's she's a uh, fantastic get for a- sure. Absolutely. Well, Big underscore Bane, we. Uh, we are moving forward with PHPW. Boss fight was this weekend. So, uh, what do you say we talk about it?
1: Let's talk about it.
0: Do we, uh, we? I think everything's been announced, right?
1: Everything's been announced, and the event
0: has happened. So, um, do we want to go over results yet, or do we want to wait till everyone gets a chance to watch it? How do you want to do that? I'm fine. You know, breaker. The show doesn't
1: stop. You know, I mean. So I'm fine with going ahead and going over results. I think what we can do is say, hey, if you don't want any spoilies— Skip ahead. If you don't like them spoilies, yeah. skip ahead. Um, but we do know Tier 1 was ready. Tier 1 was ready. He won his match. Um, let me let me pull up the card real quick so I'm not just trying to remember everything. Uh, tier 1 was ready.
0: I believe he uh, he defeated Elvis Aliaga, did he not? He
1: took on Elvis Aliaga, kept the title. Then, of course,
0: Soda Hunter defeated... The gatekeeper, Aaron Anders. So that means we have a new gatekeeper champion. Yes. And his name is Soda Hunter. He's got Surge coursing through his veins.
1: Absolutely. Um, Tag Team Championship is on the line. Is fully posable, defended successfully against doing the favor and wreck my podcast.
0: I feel like that's kind of a phrase we're saying every month. Fully posable, defended successfully. Yes. Pretty uh, crazy, right? It, it, I mean, it really is. And...
1: Um, I mean, props to them, because before them, no one had a successful defense with the tag team championships. So um, then we move on. The number one contender for the PHPW championship, Drew Vinsel versus Jordan
0: Zeilinger. Jordan Zeilinger
1: won. So he moves on to uh, May the Fist Be With You in May.
0: I believe we actually said on the show that it was uh, Beach Bods and Backbreakers, but that's not, yes. that's not accurate. It's May the Fist Be With You. Yes.
1: In in June, we are holding, we'll go ahead and say it, uh, Beach Bods and Backbreakers. Yes. I got my months
0: confused. Forgive me. Um, so next month, that's an announcement. May the Fist Be With You.
1: Yes. And, of course, uh, Bill Venus versus myself.
0: So... That's a I'm subject. sorry. That's a touchy subject right there. I'm sorry. Are you sorry about all the pyro or are you sorry about losing? No, I'm not. I, I look badass.
1: You, you did. You I'm did. I'm not going
0: to apologize for that. I'm going to apologize for taking the L. You changed very quickly too. Damn right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I had my had my tights rolled up under my shorts oh, so it wasn't smart. like, you know, the, the legs of the tights were rolled up under my shorts and you couldn't see them, but yeah, I had them on underneath.
0: Here. So I got to I got to ask though, what uh what does this um, What does this mean for Bill Benis? Is He back now? Yes,
1: he unfortunately got his job back at PHPW. He unfortunately opened the door for uh, global wrestling extreme professional wrestlers to step into the company.
0: Oh God! And dude, like you really dropped the ball.
1: I also am forced to be on no holds barred again.
0: Oh, when does that start back up?
1: So um, I believe in a couple of weeks. Oh my God! Yes, so. That's unfortunate for me. Yes, it is. Um, but also unfortunate for everybody at PHPW because I know for a fact, we're going to, uh, see more of Ricky, the Roper Rex. And I know for a fact that we are going to be seeing, uh, pyro. So great. I don't know of anybody else, but, uh, those are the two, uh, quote unquote, uh, global wrestling, extreme legends that are, uh, coming
0: to PHPW. So fun times. That's unfortunate, man.
1: Yeah. So that is um,
0: absolutely unfortunate
1: to continue on. Uh, Chef Special Battle Royal happened, and Ethan Chambers for the second month in a row came out on top. So he unfortunately blocked. I say unfortunately, unfortunately not not unfortunately,
0: unfortunately for him, not
1: unfortunate for him, but unfortunate for everyone else. He blocked them from having a title opportunity. Um, triple Tango Die Hard Rules match to determine the number one contender for the Die Hard Championship. We had Big Chuck versus Kreger versus Jason Wolf. Kreger came out on top in that match.
0: Kind of a shocker. Yes. You know, he's kind of breaking out on his own a little bit. Good for him. A little bit. And uh, of course we open the night up with
1: Mike the Cleaner versus Poetic Prophet for the Dire Championship. Cleaner, head of security, coming out with the W. Taking out Poetic Prophet.
0: Barry Frost always says he doesn't take no L's.
1: Yeah. And uh, I think he proved it. He did not take an L that night. So we
0: We have what, two new champions crowned? Two new champions. Pretty impressive. And two kind of homegrown originals there. Mike the Cleaner, your new, your new diehard champion. Mm-hmm. Soda Hunter, your new Gatekeeper champion. Yep. And uh, as uh, as we've now said, next month, May the Fist be with you.
1: Yes. It's going to be a fun one. I'm excited
0: about it. I don't think we should make any announcements till May. Yeah, we can start that next week. So next week. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it, man. I think it's going to be a hell of a show. I do, too. Great stuff. So, uh, so stay tuned for that for more announcements on May the fist be with you. Now, big underscore Bane, it is time to dive in to um, our Marvel versus DC tournament. Now, which oddly enough has not really been Marvel versus DC. It's kind of been Marvel versus Marvel, DC versus DC until we hit the finals. But yeah. we are rapidly approaching that. So, our last bracket, which was the semifinals, and the DC side, Batman versus Lobo. Yes. I really thought Lobo could take this one, you know? Yeah. I was wrong. Batman wins 79% to 21%. It was a shutout. Yeah. So that means Batman moves on to the finals to face the winner of our next match, Spider-Man versus Magneto. This one's going to be a tough one. Yeah, it is. Uh, Because my gut's telling me Spider-Man. Me too.
1: But, I mean... People know Magneto well enough to know what he can do. So yeah. it could be that we see a bit of an upset and Magneto comes out on top. But then again, Spider Man versus
0: Batman, I mean, kinda sounds kinda sounds like a hell of a match. That seems like the most likely. Yeah. You know, like it really does. And but think about this. Magneto comes out
1: on top. Magneto wins. Sure. Batman's got so much metal around his waist, like on his suit. I mean, his car. You're
0: you're destined to be if you are Batman against Magneto. That's true. So. But Batman's also smart enough to maybe think of that ahead of time. That's true. That's true. And, you know, maybe he's like, I'm all plastic if Batman. Again, he only knows, you know, DC villains. That's you true. Know, like freaking...
1: How are these two even fighting? Bane and, and some guy who dresses up like a scarecrow, you know? I mean,
0: all these... Crazy ass people. Well, I'm not saying it's logical. I'm just saying it's possible. Yeah. So anyway, that'll be our next match to vote on: Spider Man versus Magneto. The winner to face Batman in the finals. Yes. Before we move on to maybe our next tournament, I think we should probably take a couple of weeks off of tournaments. There. Totally down for that. And then uh, then move on to the next one, which I have a great idea for. Yeah. It was uh, given to me by uh, Mr. Daniel Cross, and uh, I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be a great one. Okay. It'll be it'll be an interesting tournament for sure. Well, Bigger Scorbane, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? That's it. Well, I guess it's time to plug it up then. Let's just plug it up. So, of course, we want to give a shout out to all of our uh, all of our podcasting bros. We got to start off at the top. The fully Posable wrestling figure podcast. Check these guys out. It's an amazing show, especially if you're a wrestling figure fan or a figure collector in general. Mm-hmm. I think you'll dig it. And of course, Scott over there has his side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Absolutely. Two of of my favorite things in the world. Absolutely. Now, they're not always right, but they are always drunk. Yes. Then, of course, there's Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry, which is just an amazing show. I think everyone will dig it. Super, super fun. The Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. Love that one. So much fun. A retro look at uh, pro wrestling. We've got the Ringside Rant with RJ. Did you see that his guest this uh, this week was Eric Bischoff? Eric Bischoff. Nice. Hell of a get, RJ. That's badass, dude. Um, the Leisure and Lariats podcast with ruthless Ryan Davidson, Elite Eight showdown with old Big Chuck and Tim. Anything uh, nice you want to say about them or? Um, no,
1: no, definitely nothing nice. Definitely um, nothing nice. Yeah, I did think of a good tur- tournament though for them. Oh, um, for them. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think we need to compile a list of the like top eight people who are disappointed in Big Chuck the most. Okay. Uh, I think you and me would be on that list.
0: I think Travis Fowler.
1: Travis Fowler would be on that list, yeah, because his daughter listens to that show, and they drop so many f bombs.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. I think. Um, uh, I think probably Tim France would yeah, fall into that. I fa- think Big Chuck himself would fall. Into yeah, that.
1: Uh, lots of people. Yeah, I think that'd be. A, I think that'd be a good tournament for for them. You know,
0: I think Bam Bam Bigelow because Big Chuck wore his shorts.
1: Yes, and terribly. By the way, he cannot pull those shorts off. You you look like shit in those shorts, Big Chuck. <laughs>
0: good lord. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> To be fair, I don't it's hard to look. Those chalk line shorts are so damn ugly. Like they're amazing, but like, like they're so <laughs> they're so over the top. There's
1: a reason why I've never bought those shorts, is because like I loved I wanted those Bama Bigelow shorts, but I was like, I can't wear those anywhere.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's a little much. Yeah. Like
1: you can't wear I them don't, to the gym. You don't, like I, I'm not self-conscious about my legs, but I don't go out of my way to draw attention to my legs.
0: It's just so, like, eye-catching. Yes. People, You're just like, oh.
1: People The people are going to be checking you out, you know, and that's an area, you know, you depending on who you are, you probably don't want people checking you out.
0: Indeed. Yeah. But, oh, uh, <laughs> big Chuck. Yeah. No, I, I love those guys over there. They're yeah, fun absolutely. guys. Super fun to talk about yeah. or to talk to and all that stuff. And the lead Eight Showdown just... It's ridiculous. It's
1: fun to talk about too.
0: Yeah. Well, did you see? I don't know if you saw this, but their most recent tournament is like the best King of the Hill character.
1: Yeah, I listened to that episode. Um, I haven't
0: listened yet. They also the week before they did best King of the Hill supporting character. Yep. Which moved on to be the eighth seed in the King of the Hill. That's there actually the tournament. episode
1: I listened to because that was um it had who was it who was the guy's name that was on there. I can't think of the guy's name. Feel bad. They're going to give me shit about it on their show, uh, but. They had a guest on that episode, and it was
0: actually pretty fun to listen yeah, to. check it out. So check out Elite Eight showdown. Uh, Boots to the Face. Check out their show, Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife, mm-hmm. Caitlin. Um, amazing show. I just saw that today he uploaded an episode. Yeah, top five rap albums or something. Some of that. Effect. Well, it's called more, more Tales from the Estate and includes Seth from Ringside Designs. Oh, awesome. So uh, I'm wondering if maybe he's going to dive into having uh, interviews from time to time, which is great. Yeah. You know, which, is, which is fun. So So check that out. And then of course wreck my podcast Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds howling with the wolf with our buddy Jason Wolf who's mm-hmm. just I mean did you see the Bobby Heenan figure? Oh yeah. Amazing. Uh, incredible. And like he's doing something different where I don't know how he did did you see the logo on the back of the shirt? The Bobby Heenan logo that yes. he did. Yes. I feel like it's he's turning another corner where it's like yeah. okay that's incredible. Yeah. And Bobby Heenan was a huge omission from the Hasbro line. Oh yeah. So like that's just that's just great stuff. And then one more show I want to talk about, I've never I've never plugged here, and I've been meaning to, I just forget to write it down, and then when I don't put it on my notes, I forget, is uh, Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot. Yes. Tim from At A Chair Shot um, on Twitter started a show a few weeks back, and it's it's a great one. and He's mostly interviewing people in the Fig Life community, which awesome. I, think, I think is really cool. So check out Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot. Yeah. And then, of course, if you like wrestling comic books, check out Grapple Hold and To Be The Man. Then also check out... Um, Invasion from planet WrestleTopia. All of those are on Comixology. I'm sorry, To Be the Man and WrestleTopia are on Comixology, and um, Grapple Hold is available on Amazon. So check out all those.
1: You know what's interesting about that, uh, real quick? Comixology is an Amazon company. Uh-huh. So I'm surprised that just by default, that Grapple Hold isn't on Comixology.
0: David not, Thomas, let us know. I'm not sure how that works. So I mean, I'm curious about that. Well, I, you know. It's possible that I don't have my information right. Let's look it up. Grapple hold nothing. So nothing on comicsology. He had told me that he was working on getting it on there, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's just like a, a pro. I don't know how that works. It
1: could just be like a difficult process,
0: and it might be one of those things where it's like an approval process. I don't. I, hell, I don't know.
1: Well, and probably similar to music, it it costs quite a
0: bit of money. Could be to to put stuff on the internet. <laughs> I do know like with um, with something like that, like when you're buying a digital comic, it's relatively cheap to buy. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to sell probably a lot of units to get your money back. I, yeah. don't, I mean, I don't know how that works, but yeah. I, I would love to see Grapple Hold on there. I hope David Thomas makes a Grapple Hold 2 and 3 and absolutely all yeah. that stuff. It's great stuff. So our other podcast, of course, you know what's fake, right? With Brian Breaker. Drops every Monday. Uh, my guest this week will be the WFC champion Alex Royal. Nice. Last week, of course, was uh, Brawler Morrison, which a lot of people enjoyed that episode. It was a lot of fun. And Then I guess, I mean, you've already dropped the news, the return of No Holds Barred with Bill Venus. Yeah, I guess it's going to start in a couple weeks.
1: I don't know the exact date, but um, I just kind of have to wait on the call from Bill.
0: But unfortunately, I'm stuck again. So, Yeah, greats. Well, I guess we're all here for your misery. Yeah, I, uh, I appreciate that. I hope you slap him for me because I really meant to slap him.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out some certain certain way to get him back for for all this nonsense.
0: <sighs> I really want to punch him in the mouth. Yep, yeah, sucks. So check out both those shows. You know it's fake, right? And no holds barred with Bill Venus. And of course, you can check out All of Bane's tunes over on Apple. Spotify, wherever you get your music. Absolutely. And then, of course, you can support us if you so choose, patreon.com forward slash BBPH, where you get, we have uh, four tiers available. Um, You get the weekly Energy Shop podcast. You get PHPW Adrenaline. Mm Bane does video shows on there from time to time. From time to time. I've done a retro gaming podcast, which I plan to do another one here in May, so check all that out. If you want to support us, we definitely appreciate it. And then, of course, Average Panda Gear, Outsiders co. any updates there? Uh, no news
1: there. I'm trying to work, work on some stuff. I'm just so busy. There's like like a million, million things to juggle all at once. A million things to juggle. And it's a lot.
0: For sure. You can also pick up all of our t-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker. BBPH.RedBubble.com. WaterManeuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bain's Power Hour. And Big Underscore Bain has a shirt store there as well. Absolutely. And uh, now that it's uh, almost May, I think the May the Fist Be With You logo will be popping up on Redbubble soon. For show. And, of course, you can pick up all the previous pay-per-view designs. Ghost goblins and grapple holds, turkey takedown, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah. All
0: right, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We will see you guys in seven days. Peace, easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs>
1: It was good. It was really good. Pretty good.
0: Matt, son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch!
1: Can't dig it. Suck
0: Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.